Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. It's good. You're keeping it reals, is what you're uh, is what you're saying? Yep. Good. Well, I'm glad that's the case, because we're here to continue the real talk about Fire Emblem Heroes. We got a jam-packed show, some new announcements from us, nothing new from Fire Emblem Heroes. I'm just kidding. There's a bunch new that we're going to be talking about. Starting with the banner updates, as we always do, there's a bunch of cool banners running right now. New Power, as suspected, had uh, the Camilla Corrin stuff. Yeah, whatever. Uh, But moving into what's exciting, the Bridal Banner, the new Bridal Banner, Bridal blah, 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 Bridal Bloom, <laughs> as well as the Tempest Trial banner, which I think we both just kind of like free summon and and, and hopped out. Uh, but let, before we move on, let's talk about the Bridal Bloom banner, which was brand new since last week. Now, we all know that your summoning stories are, are, are quite... Uh, they usually end with you having all the heroes. One way or another, Eddie Not gets... Not necessarily all the heroes. Well... The heroes that you are seeking, but for me, I'll, I have a I have a quick story because I did dump all my orbs that I had from last week into this banner. And if you'll recall, last week I talked about a story where I I dumped a bunch of orbs into the genealogy banner to try to get a hero from that one. I did not uh, this week when I was throwing orbs. I dropped all my orbs in, and then I got pity broken by a Lucina. I think on, I think one of the, uh, oh yeah, no, it was a red, because I was going for Tharja and I got normal Lucina. And then... Yeah, nor- normal Lucina is the only one you can currently, well, I guess Brave Lucina's out there too, but um, it's not a bad pity break, you know? Especially no. if you didn't have her before. I did have her, so I just merged her, ah. but yeah. I, I just merged her. I don't know if I, if I shouldn't have done that. Like, I guess you might have some cool stuff. I don't know. What do you think? I'm I'm bad about that too. Um, I actually do have a uh, spare Nephany and then maybe a spare Ira that I got, getting pity broken somewhere. Uh, one of them might have been from the Bridal Bloom banner. Um, I'm w- trying to figure out: Do I want to save them for something or merge them with the other one I have? Right. Yeah. Well, um, I I just sight unseen merged her because I, I really like my I like Lucina and I figured I might as well just have have that lucina well, plus two you see you got a better lucina so yep plus a plus so one lucina it. now what i've been doing lately when i do um get a new or a pity break of someone i already have i'll check the ivs and if one either has perfect ivs or um if i can tell they have better ivs than the old one i'll actually merge the old one into the new one. Oh, you know what i never did check if the uh if the IVs were were better. So that was a mistake on my part. And uh, yeah, that's my bad. I actually don't know whether I have a good IV, Lucina. And I, I guess yeah, I'll like, um, find out. Yeah, I got that spared a while ago. And I looked at it and the new Dorcas had better IVs than the old Dorcas. So I fed the old Dorcas, who was level 40, to my Lissa. Oh, was it Dorcas? Which I was, was going to say it's a Dorcas Inception, but then you fed her to Lissa, so doesn't. doesn't well, matter. yeah, because Dorcas is one of the few places you can get the recommended C skill for Lissa. So, right. Well, um, 
I after my Lucina fumble, I I chipped away at quests over the week, and then continued every time I got twenty orbs, I would summon, and then I got pity broken again by Ares. So all the orbs I dumped into that genealogy yep. banner, ah, <laughs> you know. Ugh. And that actually kind of doubly sucks because I mean it it's still you got a five star but you know Ares is the one who got demoted so you could have gotten him at four star. So my my week hasn't been going that great but I'm always reminded that uh, this is a thirty day banner there's plenty of time and and we'll see what else pops yep. up but I'm I'm patient. Yep. I would right now I would definitely recommend waiting to pull any more on the new bridal banner. Uh, because we should be getting word about the new legendary hero, and if you want to try and spend any orbs on that one, you might want to. Oh, that's a good point. Hold off until we at least hear who the legendary hero is, and yeah. see if you want to try and pull on that, since it's a short, you know, five-day banner or whatever. Right. So. Actually, that's a good reminder, so I will keep that in mind. Um, no, that's a good point. And. Also, we had a um, surprise out of nowhere banner pop up this morning. Last yeah. year's bridal banner popped up on us. Well, I, I kind of suspected it because this is always the case that I thought, like, this is the second year the game's been running. Intelligent Systems, I would assume, is always going to find a way to bring back last year's special heroes to match this year's special heroes. Now, what they do next year, whole new ball game. Who knows? Uh... I, I, but this year, it seems like an easy fix to basically have both banners running at the same time. And this was the laziest one, you know? It just It's like, hey guys, here you go. You know, there was no real case or cause for it outside of the Tempest Trial, right? But we have a Tempest Trial banner. Or no, not, not even Tempest Trial. Uh, what am I saying? Yeah, it's... They're not... The last year's Bridal Heroes are not part of the Tempest Trial. They aren't bonus heroes for it. Uh, but I suspect, like with the Spring Banner, it's, they're going to be the um, second half of the uh, Voting Gauntlet that's coming on the 1st. Um, I think what probably happened is during the Spring Banner, because the uh, last year's Spring Heroes were only around for about a week and change uh, during the Voting Gauntlet, they probably got some complaints about that. Right. And so I'm guessing this time they decided um people will want to get these might spend the orbs on them and want to get these last year's heroes so they you know instead of specifically tying it straight to the voting gauntlet they put it out a little early so that you can you know keep uh bidding on it and its end date is the same as this year's bridal banner so it'll stay around longer for those who really want to you know, like you, build up orbs to get those last year prides. Oh, uh, so you, miss them. you think this is in direct sort of attention to the feedback they've been getting over the past five months from these banners? Uh, they've shown that they do listen to feedback. You know, there are various things that people complained about that they have fixed, and they've updated uh, Grand Conquests, you know, and, um, you know, what while... They still haven't updated them in a way that makes me actually care, but they still have updated Grand Conquest, and they've updated a lot of other things depending on how feedback has come back to them. So hmm. they have shown they're willing to listen to feedback, and, you know, this I I didn't hear a lot of complaint about uh, the Spring Banner, but I could see how some people would complain that, 
oh, I really wanted to try and get the, um, you know, last year's Bunny Camillo or Bunny Lucina or whatever, and but I only had, you know, eight days to get it, and I didn't have enough time to build up enough orbs, hmm. you know, because they are free to play or whatever. Yeah. So well, it's, it's nice to see. This gives it more time. Sorry. I was just going to say it's nice to see intelligent systems doing something like that, but... But I'm curious, how did you do on the Bridal Bloom, the newest Bridal Banner? Uh, well, on the Bridal Bloom, I spent a, lo- a bunch of money. Uh-oh. I, you know, I'm always Which afraid I to expected. ask, like, what's a bunch? Like, uh, I don't know. Do um, I? You don't have to say. I'm just curious what a bunch means. More than I originally intended with it being a month-long banner, but probably about it uh, less than I was expecting to spend on the whole banner. That's what I'll say. That's good. I, I don't like to. I don't like to admit out loud how much I actually spent. Well, it's the, it, it's the safest way uh, to recover, but we'll we'll get to that point. But um, I, I started um early on. Um, I can't remember if I got a pity break first, but I did get Tharja fairly quickly, and I ended up getting Sanaki the very next pull after Tharja. Uh, so I was still hunting for Ninian. I ended up getting pity broken by a spare Tharja or two on a couple of the circles where there were no blue orbs. So I ended up with three Tharjas at the end of it. Um, I, I know there had been some complaints that I got luck. I seemed to get lucky with the uh, 50 orb summon rule. Um, yeah. I don't know why I get so lucky on it. I think there was probably at one point where I got if 100 orbs close to it without any five stars. Uh, but I did actually surprisingly get broken, pity broken by Ishtar at one point. So yeah. I do now have all three of last uh, the genealogy heroes. L- Lind is still out there hiding from me. I haven't gotten her since last year when she was introduced. And you, did, but, you need um, Lind for your Lissa build, right? No, I just need Lind for the hero catalog. Oh, your collection. She's yeah. a five-star only that I still have yet to get. And she's, like, from the start... <laughs> near the start of the game. Uh, the Ishtar was a nice little salve to it because it was a new uh, five-star that I didn't have. Still was kind of annoying because, you know, I lost the pity rate. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I was getting down to about 14 orbs left, and I had already told myself, it's around for a month, no more orbs right now, and I got Ninian. So I did get all three, which means I can save up orbs for... The next banner or, and or the legendary banner now. That's good. Um, yep. As for the other uh, banners, I didn't do anything more with the new power banner. I did the free pull on the Tempest Trials banner. And with the surprise bridal blessings, I went in for a spare Lin and came out with an angry ninja. Just did the free summon there as well. So who's the angry ninja again? Saizo. Ugh, that guy. All His right. subtitle is Angry Ninja. <laughs> He's a dink. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you got your three Tharjas and your three uh, new new bridal heroes. I think it's it's interesting. At least once a year on this podcast, uh, we will talk about brides uh, for an uncomfortably long amount of time. So, um, I, and the banner's around for a month. So, hey, oh. tune in next week. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of talking about brides, did you hear about the um, glitch that happened? Well, of course you heard about it because it was in the uh, 
info or in the news thing, but the glitch with speed faint. No, I didn't. I didn't hear about that. What news? I did. I've been. If, yeah. What is it? If Tharja or someone you've given speed faint to uh, goes to uh, use their rally skill on someone who has already been buffed, uh, there is a chance that they will jump off the screen. Ah. You won't be able to control them anymore. They'll be off screen. They won't be able to die, which can get complicated. But Oof, that's a they bug. Will fly off the screen. Um, according to the uh, info in the notes, it says it only happens when you tap to move them. So if you drag, it should not happen. Hmm. But yeah, I saw saw a YouTube video where someone showed it happening, and it's like, uh, you know. The character goes to use the ability and then just flies off the screen, flies down off the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I'm just I'm pulling it up now. I, I had not, I had not seen that. Is it? Is, yeah. Hmm. I guess. It's that oh, I see. It's right here. Faint scale. Issue with speed faint. Thank you for playing the Fire Emblem Heroes game. We have discussed <laughs> it's, uh, it's update scheduled for release in early June. So they're they're it looks like they're gonna yep. fix it in the June update, which we should be getting. I would say news on in the next, well, in the next week we at least. Probably get news on it, and I fully still expect it to be before the tenth because there's another new power banner, and since we did get Claire Corrin and uh, was it Camilla or whatever the uh, yeah. three who from the last update in the last new power banner, that suggests to me that it's going to be another group of heroes that got uh, upgrades to their weapons. Yeah, well, I, we will find out soon enough, but we did get a new hero for free through Tempest Trials, and he is a cake flipper. So with all the talk about bri- talk about brides, we are finally going to have some equality, and we got our first groom. I haven't had a chance to use uh, Cake Flip Marth, is what I'm effectively calling him now, and that's the name of this episode. But he, you get him pretty quick in the Tempest Trial, I find, with these new rules... And the way the score has been laid out, if you do a level 35 with a with a bonus ally, uh, you're going to get Cake Flip Marth in the first run, uh, which is nice. And that's what I did, basically. I, I've, I've just started to scratch the surface of Tempest Trials. It's only been around for a couple days, right? Yeah, it's second day today. So, um, and yeah, you get the four-star version really quick. Um, I generally don't mess with the four-star versions. I wait till I get the five-star versions. Um, I've actually been leveling up a group of four-star heroes that has Julius and Melkana uh, to Tempest Trial, or not Tempest, Grand Hero Battle characters. Um, I actually, because I, in moving heroes or teams around, I actually um, uh, had to reset Dorcas, so I brought him in, just brought him in. He's a little lower level than the uh, difficulty I'm sending the characters out at, but he's managing getting some XP with the uh, updates to the XP so that even when they auto-battle decides to kill him off in the first map, they still get some XP, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, yeah but... no, that that has been an, an awesome addition, especially if you're leveling, like yourself, leveling heroes through auto-battle. I personally haven't had a lot of time to do more than the bonus but i think eventually this week um i'll be leveling up my my aries and i think i have another oh i got a five star mars somehow maybe maybe i got a 
two pity breaks or I, I can't remember i know there's a five star marth in my collection now for some reason uh so i i'm going to be doing some leveling did you up do your did you do the free summon on tim's trail maybe get uh yolo's five star mark oh there? you know what yeah i think you're right <laughs> i was so like I just think like that's about i think that's about the only way you can get a five star marth without actually unlocking because he comes four three and four star pool so oh well there you go so uh, banner update i got a five star marth and i didn't even remember it was i was so focused on bridal tharja that I, I i spaced on that so yes that's where that came from so i have a bunch of red users to level up thanks to bridal tharja uh, you know escaping my grasp but um did we talk about how the tempest trial we were we were i was kind of spot on with the, having the normal versions of the brides and groom uh, as the we have now, but <laughs> yeah we did end up having the normal heroes as the thing um which is actually kind of nice because um uh marth and tharja are in the three and four star pools so uh, just about everyone should have them without much hassle. Uh, one of those two, if not both. So they will have a 40% hero early, easy and early on. Whether or not they unlock them or you know, have them at the lower star rating, they still have a 40% uh, hero. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've been, I guess I've been running with a four, with my five star plus something Tharja while I wait for a five star cake flipper. So I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still working my way through it, but it is exciting. I, I much prefer just the pool of eight heroes are all 40%. This way, everybody has one and it just removes a barrier that is kind of, I don't know, feels a little unnecessary, you know? Yeah, I like that all the bonus heroes are uh, 40% now instead of the 20%. And, excuse me, I also like that um, they still are keeping it as eight heroes. And they didn't just cut it down to four heroes or on us. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad about it. Anything else on Tempest Trial you want to cover before we move on to the next thing? No. Um, you know, it's useful for leveling heroes. Like I said, I, um, you know, I already... Uh, Tharja, Sanaki, and Ninian, uh, the base versions at uh, five star level 40, and I sent a team out with, I think, Tharja and Ninian and a couple others um, the first night to get the uh, you know full boost, but since then I've just been focusing on uh, leveling a team of um, the team with Julius and Melkana. Cool. And a couple other four stars. That's good. And you, you, uh, you've been dabbling Well, Grand Conquest ended while, while we, uh, between episodes here and, and you seem to, you seem to think that was a bit of a come and gone type. What was that wind, you know? I mean, Grand Conquest is fun. I go in from time to time and do stuff, but I can't bring myself enough, you know, desire to really get in there because... You know, the um, taking over areas really feels kind of crappy because, you know, uh, you get either get really lucky or really unlucky. And yeah, it feels <laughs> that's something we've discussed. Yeah, it's something we've discussed so. before. So I don't want to like go over it yet again. I want to I want to see if they can they can fix something. But I think like you, I only made it to yeah. sub tier 20. In, in Grand Conquest, and and it, yeah, I you know, four orbs, like not a big deal. Or 19. Yeah, 
Well, um, you're going to notice a, a bit of a change to the schedule of, uh, of segments for the show here as my computer uh, takes a quick hiccup here. Um, well, I do want to quickly mention one other thing quickly. Um, I don't know if it's a glitch or oh. is intentional, but there were no tap battle dailies today. Hmm. So that tap is battle weird. dailies may have stopped refreshing. If that's the case, I probably won't be doing much, if any, of Tap Battle for the rest of the um, time that it's around. No, I mean, if you've done, if you have the, the the quest that runs to the end of the Tap Battle complete, I guess there would be no reason to, unless you haven't gotten all the resources. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't noticed that this morning. Maybe that, that is, uh, I don't know if that would be a glitch. That That would be, this would be around the time where a normal Tap Battle would have ended. So maybe it was just an oversight. Yeah. So. It could be that they only had them timed out for a certain amount of time and forgot to change it because they extended it. Could be that come with the next, uh, you know, come next couple of days, they'll add a whole, maybe even more extra stages. Who knows? But hmm. the tap battle dailies have stopped showing up. So, well, unless uh, you're pour hunting, one out. Uh, yep, unless you're hunting hero merit, there's, you know, not much reason to go into tap battle right now. Right. Well, unless you also like the mode, but still, you can certainly like the mode. We 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 hold no grudge nor uh, nor uh, nor judgment. Uh, however, if you're looking for events that are continuing in Fire Emblem Heroes, you've got Rival Domains Week Twelve. It's hard to be I believe it's been. We should probably. Does it actually note that it, it's Week Twelve? Like, or is it just Rival Domains? I think it just tells you that there's a new map for Rival Domains. We've just been keeping track of what week, just adding a number to it. I wonder how long we can as do we that. Go. How long think, can we keep I think it up? In the, um, yeah. I think also when they update the, uh, you know, put the updates where they add the new weeks, they also, you know, do have them hidden in the code as week 11, 12, and all that. But right. I don't think they actually mention it on the, uh, on the uh, news page. Right. Uh, Illusory Dungeon, so the tap battle is on till June 11th, although, like we said, why would you be playing it if there's no quests? Uh, weapon Workout Quests on till the if first... If you like it, you can keep playing it. Yes. No. Like we said before, no no judgment held here on the Summoner's Call. Bound Hero Battle Revival Amelia and Tana, which I have not touched, ends on May 30th, so get on it. And finally, the Tempest Trial Loki's Flame is on until the 4th, so you've got a good solid week and a bit to jump in there and check that out. Arena ten, Bonus Heroes. 10 days from yesterday. Yes. Loki's ends. Yeah. I uh, the Arena Bonus Heroes haven't changed since last week. Uh, it's still the Genealogy Heroes, Male Kana, Ro- Female Robin, uh, the base v- Female Robin, Ike, uh, Base version, Young Mercenary, Shiro, Klein, Amelia, and Anna. And um, the rival domains bonus this week is Kills with Flyer Heroes. Mm-hmm. So if you got a good flying brigade, get in there and sweep up those rewards. As I said, we've moved some things around here, and it makes perfect sense to follow that up with upcoming events. Starting before June 2nd, our next episode scheduled, Heroes with Stance Skills Banner starts on May 27th, so in the next day. Uh, Voting Gauntlet Login Bonus, I had to think about what VG stood for. Uh, Voting Gauntlet Login Bonus and, well, we already 
are suspecting that the banner has already started, but that starts on May 29th. Legendary Hero and Legendary Battle start on May 30th. And then finally, the Voting Gauntlet will begin on June 1st. Whew. Okay, so there's the list set of the way, and newly bumped up in the schedule of segments, we're going to move into Summoner's Focus. And we're talking about the Black Knight, Sinister General. Uh, not not the not the Zelagius guy. He's got his helmet on in this one. So, uh, Eddie, why don't you take it away and, and give us our lore intro? Okay, uh, Zel or sorry, Black Knight, who <laughs> we find out in Radiant Dawn is Zelgius, but um, he is a boss character in uh, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Uh, apparently, he does show up as a boss in Radiant Dawn as well. Uh, though he is also playable in the latter as Zelgius, as we now know. Uh, the Black Knight's true identity was unknown in Path of Radiance, uh, except uh, he was once a student of General Gawain. Uh, isn't Gawain Ike's father? Uh, I'm not sure. I was just about to ask. I didn't put it in here, but the Black Knight killed Ike's father, right? And that's why Ike and yes. them are kind of rivals. Yes. Um, if you actually go through his quotes, one of his is like, the son of Gawain, Ike, is now my prey, or something like that. Right. Um, so there you yeah. go. General Gawain, Ike's father, trained, trained him, the and then he killed him, apparently. Yes, there can only be one Sith Lord. Uh, cool. Well, uh, this is a hero that was sort of first given away as a Tempest trial reward, then included in the uh, starter bundle, I believe it was called. Uh, we, we talked about this last week when we announced yes. this. It was the $5 thing. At least I think it was 5 bucks, right? Yep, the starter pack, I think it was 5 bucks. It came with Zelgia or Black Knight. I keep calling him Zelgius because we now know him. You know, we have the second version of him. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was originally in Tempest Trial. He came out as a uh, bonus with the starter pack or whatever they called it, um, starting booster or whatever, with him and a bunch of a uh, handful of orbs and feathers and other things, I think. Maybe not feathers. I think it was like stamina potions or something, or maybe it was... Um, a bunch of bunch of bonuses. It was it was like some orbs and and um, some feathers. It was just a huge gathering of 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 fun stuff. So, um, anyways, w uh, that's where he he comes from. So you, I don't know if you can get him right now. Um, if and we have, I wasn't able to confirm whether the starter pack is still available. But to my knowledge, that would be the place where you would be able to get him right now because he he is a tempest trial reward from last year yes. so unless you've been playing for the yep. last year you probably don't have him yeah if if the starter pack is still available anyone can get him uh but if the starter pack is no longer available and you were not playing when his tempest trial appeared uh he is not ex obtainable as of right now until or until they actually give us a chance to get old Tempest Trial Heroes again. Hmm. Which um, they have not done in uh, at all. And for a while there, the only Tempest Trial Hero you could re-get was Masked Marth. A couple uh, times, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but since then, there's been no additional uh, heroes to get through that. Or no other repeat heroes. 
So I don't know what they're going to do there, if they're going to eventually uh, make them the part of the monthly things or other places. I don't know. But as of right now, if you aren't there during the Tempest Trial, you cannot get that hero. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's... Uh... And honestly, I don't think we really thought about this. We we kind of figured that a lot of people would have him, and he is. He, I, I've uh, I've made a new sort of pact with the summoner's focus to try and actually use the hero, uh, and 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 kind of try the build out as opposed to just like fumbling through it live on the show. But uh, Black Knight, Sinister General, I sort of playing around with him and and use the build that we will talk about, which is the omnipotent blade mixed phases build from game press and i used it as a guide and i had no idea that his weapon had a built-in far counter um until i started using him of yep. course because uh, for me i don't really focus on heroes that don't really appeal to me character wise like if i don't know who they are or don't have attachment to them i sort of just push them to the side even if they are considered to be quite powerful and any armored hero that has a far counter is a perfect sort of enemy phase type character, right? So you just park him, he takes all the hits, and as long as no one has some magic, you're probably right as rain, you know? Or a lance, yeah, or, heavy lance user. Yeah, or a, yeah, or a armored bonus killer, or whatever, arm, armor killer weapon. Yeah. Armor slayer, heavy lance. Uh, for, yeah, Black Knight, it would be more of a heavy lance concern. Yeah. So, so. Uh, with this build, I I obviously didn't put in any... I didn't put a majority of them in. So they ask for um, the Bold Fighter 3 and Armor March 3. Those are both both skills that are, come from high fodder. Even Steady Breath. Like, all the skills they're recommending to give to the Black Knight are probably... You're better off going with the budget build, like I did, because... Those are all coming from but heroes that are going to... You didn't expensive. have a spare winter Lissa hanging around for Bold Fighter? No, no. I don't have a uh, winter Christmas Lissa. Do you have an extra Christmas Lissa to feed to your your uh, your Black Knight? No, I feed my extra Christmas Lissas to my Christmas Lissa. I was just going to say, that'd be sacrilege if you, <laughs> if you gave away your Christmas Lissa to something until, that wasn't... Until my Christmas Lissa is a plus 10, I've give them all straight to her <laughs> there you go well i i uh i he he's quite he, this this character black knight is quite the giveaway you know with that far counter and i just kind of augmented his skills i kept his a which is steady breath and or steady stance sorry steady stance three i gave him a wings of mercy um b skill just for movement because uh, i don't think he comes with a b skill and then I replaced his C skill with home speed too. They kind of recommend that he could use a, a little extra speed on his side. I'm actually pulling him up now just to confirm that that's what I did. But um, so far he's been doing quite well. I've been having a good time with him. And uh, I, I always run him with a mixed team. But if I were to have an armor team, he would be paired with uh, Lin, armored Lin. So he wouldn't need to have that, uh, that armored march. Lin would have it. So I'm not too worried about it. Yep, um, I have him as part of my armor team because um, uh, there's a couple times when the armored uh, or when the uh, um, monthly quests re uh, require a sword unit. Uh, so I had already sort of built him out. Apparently, I also, like you, went with the Wings of Mercy for mm -hmm. his B-slot skill. Um, 
And I don't know if he started with ward armor, but I've kept him with his spur defense to ward armor. Um, and gave him swap for his movement skill, but yeah, he, he's. I always I saw he was useful early on because I did see he did have the disencounter built-in weapon at five star, so that was useful. Yeah, you know. no, he's he's certainly a useful hero to to kind of have in there, and there's not a ton of armored heroes that sort of jump out at me, and and this one appears to be sort of a, a good addition if you if you're lacking in that department so i i don't know i'm i'm really i'm really digging him i think he looks cool and he is from a game that i did technically play so um he's got that armored heroes do have trouble jumping out you know what with all the heavy armor they're wearing and it's really hard for them to sneak up on you too with all the clanking they do i mean he's very very sneaky he does not clank he uh he controls his clank um Unlike that ratchet character. Okay, well, um, I'm glad we went through this, and I'm, I'm glad we all got a chance to play the Black Knight. We have a bit of information coming after the segment, but that will relate to Summoner's Focus. But we'll get to that. Um, you can join our Discord to choose our next hero. And again, we'll have details in a moment. Uh, but our next theme or next game is Thracia Seven Seven Six. Does that sound right to you, Eddie? Yep, we'll be doing Thracia 776, uh, the game that recently quadrupled the number of heroes it had in the game, so we actually have some choices to make, <laughs> as yeah. opposed to just two heroes to choose from. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll uh, again, we'll get to that in a, in a, in a moment, but um, moving into our news, we're going to talk about a new segment that we're going to do. And Eddie, I think you've been very passionate about this this here segment, so why don't you take it away? Okay, um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, we spoke about it a couple weeks ago um, when uh, Ryan had been playing a bit of Sacred Stones. We're going to go ahead and start a Fire Emblem game club uh, where we'll play through the various Fire Emblem games on a bi-weekly basis. Uh, it'll be replacing Summoner's Call on the off weeks. Um, you know, uh, and we'll be playing through sections. Uh, each uh, each time we uh, cover the thing, we'll uh, mention where we are aiming to go to by the next uh, time we discuss it. Uh, we might check in on the off weeks and see how far we've gotten. If we want to add or remove uh, distance from the um, where we go, uh, you know. Like, if we feel that where we were originally going is too quick, because uh, it was was a lot quicker than we expected to get to that point, uh, we might add more. Or if we find the battles are going too slow, we might go ahead and, you know, move the goal line closer for that week. Uh, mm-hmm. We discussed it a bit um, between us. Uh, we did have some a suggestion of awakening in the thing, uh, but... Both of us did actually finish Awakening when we originally played through it. We did have a suggestion in the Discord about Awakening, uh, but that is one where one or both of us, like Fates, one or both of us have finished it. Um, I Both of us finished Awakening, I'm pretty sure, and Ryan finished at least one version of Fates. I'm like a couple chapters from finishing a version of Fates, but 
Uh, we've decided to go ahead and start the game club with the most recent release, which is Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valentia. Hmm. Um, we figured it's a 3DS release, so a lot more people are more likely to have a 3DS than a uh, Wii U or a uh, Game Boy Advance with an old uh, copy of Fire Emblem or Sh Sacred Stones. Um, you know, we actually went through and figured out what games were available where. Uh, like, as of right now, unless you have a Wii, I believe, you is the only, most recent version... Most recent console you can still play it on. You cannot pl find play Path of Radiance, unless you also find an emulator, maybe. But you, you could can you you can play Wii games on the Wii U. So, oh no, but Path you're saying Radiance, it's a GameCube game, right? 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 Yeah, Path of Radiance was a GameCube game, and I'm pretty sure that they removed GameCube compatibility from the Wii U. They did. No, you're right. Uh, so, Radiant Dawn, I believe, was a Wii game, so you could theoretically play that on the Wii U. But yeah. Path of Radiance being a GameCube game, until they give us a new re-release of it, um, there is no way to actually play it right now, unless you still have a Wii. Yes. So we are going to be playing Echoes. Or a GameCube. Uh, right. Shadows of Valencia. We want to kind of focus. It's, the mo like you said, the most recent. And we're going to be playing that over the next week and starting the discussions on the next episode so the first segment of Game Club will be happening next week on episode 18. And if you want to play along with us, we are planning to... We are still planning to play, right, Eddie, to the opening of the... From the opening of the game to the Southern Outpost. That's the idea, right? That, it, that is the current plan. Okay. Um, it's about five overworld... Or four or five overworld battles and then one shrine. Um, I guess you technically can skip the shrine if you want, but it gives you a character and... You know, is a nice way to level up your characters early on. True. So yeah, this also, is you uh, eventually got to go through shrines to get to um, leveling up character, or actually, uh, actually, oh, what you call it? Upgrading your characters. Or right, right. Characters. The promoting, upgrading the class. Uh, so yeah, Echoes is a, is an interesting game, and that's also why I kind of threw it into the ring to to cover because. It's got a lot of. It's a lot different from other Fire Emblem games, and yes, we could have covered Awakening yep. or, or Conquest or whatever. But this will offer more discussion. I think less people played Echoes, so it might be more of an opportunity to check that out alongside us. So look forward to that fun times. And uh, yeah, Echoes is definitely different. It doesn't have the weapon triangle. Bows can attack at uh, you know close range without a special skill or anything. So. It is interesting, and you know, we'll we'll discuss that. Uh, my thought on the process each week is we'll cover the big story beats that happen, thoughts on the characters as they're developing. Uh, we'll try not to be uh, covering each and every battle in excruciating detail or anything like that. Um, and also noting, discussing uh, what different choices we may have made while playing through, like. Uh, you start with up to four villagers. How did you decide to uh, promote them? Yeah. Stuff like that. Cool. Well, just a little bit more housekeeping, and then we'll move on here. So that means uh, the Game Club will be bi-weekly. So we're going to swap out Summoner's Focus and Game Club every every other week. So you can expect next week to be Game Club, and then the week after that, Summoner's Focus will return. 
The idea is that we'll announce the next game at the end of each Summoner's Focus, and then when we do the Game Club, we will announce four heroes for you to choose from using a straw poll, which we will post uh, in the show notes and the Discord, so you can head in there and choose the character that you would like us to focus on. And yeah, so we want you to just join us in you know interacting with the show, you know, follow us on the Game Club, choose your favorite heroes that you want us to focus on, this show is as much about us as it is about you, so jump in there, offer your input, and we can't wait to hear from you. Get your votes in for who you would like to see on the straw poll. Uh, we Go ahead and get in, hop into the Discord and let us know this week. Uh, we'll be picking two of the heroes from the Discord, uh, the two most popular heroes from the Discord. Then me and Ryan will each pick one we'd like to see covered to get the four heroes for the straw poll. All right, so we'll move into speculation corner here, and Eddie is asking who will be the next legendary hero, and what element. This is a standard question that pops up once a month in the speculation corner, and I do always appreciate Eddie your your thoughts on this. So you 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 rub your dragon stone or whatever the hell we want to call it. Uh, what do you think is coming at us in the next week? Well, I think that. Um... Based on the fact that Ike is skipping this legendary banner, I do think that we are going to be getting a red legendary hero. Um, I really have no clue what element. Could be another fire, could be earth, could be anything. Um, So no clue what element. Uh, My original thought from a couple weeks ago had been Xander, uh, but seeing as we did not actually go back to um, uh, Embla, before we ended up heading straight to Moosefell, uh, it is entirely possible that it is not Xander. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is probably going to be a red hero. For all we know, it may be a red bow unit, uh, since Lynn was a green bow unit, and we still have not gotten a colored bow since uh, Legendary Lynn. So, but it's all up in the air. No banner, no video as yet. I expect the video either... Uh, tonight or tomorrow, maybe Monday at the latest. Right. I mean, they kind of snuck Legendary Lin in kind of out of nowhere. They snuck Legendary Lin in when they did, uh, but I believe that was partially because uh, they were putting out an update right then Uh, uh, for something else. So the data miners were going to data mine and probably find her if they didn't put the banner out that early. Right. But usually they do it about, you know, 48 hours before uh, the actual banner starts. Hmm. Well, Maybe we only sh- 20, a little over 24. I don't remember exactly, but still. Yeah, it's usually pretty close, and I think you're right. It was related to that patch. And, and you know, um, we got a wind element last time with Lynn. I think a red user, that's a, that's a very... You're usually correct in that when they kind of like, hey, you know, if you connect the dots and you notice someone's not coming back, it's still easy to determine... You know, there's only one red, so if this is a red hero, we're assuming it's a sword, or do we think maybe it's a it's a mage? It could be a mage. Could be a mage, could be a bow, could be another sword. I don't know for sure until they tell us. Um, just, it's that um, they have, since they got all four um, colors in the banners, they keep it to one legendary hero of each color. So that strongly suggests that it is a red hero, since 
Ike is skipping this one and there's no other red hero to swap with. What if it's legendary Tharja? Well, that will be an interesting one if it is, considering <laughs> we just got another new Tharja. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there, like, if Intelligent Systems is only picking characters that they know they're going to make bang off of, like, make big bucks, uh, Tharja is another one of those that people seem to cling on to. I just thought of Red Mage, and she popped into my head, but I, I'm, I know there are others that... that well, I'm not sure she's the best, I mean, best choice, but you never know. <laughs> Well, we won't take long to find out, and uh, tune in next week. We kind of move some stuff around here, but uh, E3 is around the corner, and we know there's a June patch coming, so we'll probably be talking a bit about what features we'd, uh, we, we'd like to see added to Fire Emblem Heroes. So if you have thoughts, let us know, and we'll include those in the speculation corner, because let's all speculate as a group. Uh, moving into the final segment of the show, Elrealm Elrealm Gate. Uh, as inspired by our game club talk, Eddie, you had some thoughts on what the next, not the next Fire Emblem mainline game could be, but what a remake could look like and, and how we would like to see those. Because we were, when we were picking game club, we wanted to pick something that was available to the majority of audiences and outside the 3DS, not a whole lot. Uh, yeah, um, a bunch of them are available on Wii U, uh, virtual console, um, but Wii U was, you know, dead before it started. So yeah. uh, not a lot of people have that. I actually do. I think you do as well, Ryan. But, you know, my Wii U hasn't been set up since I got my Switch, really. So Yeah, I had it plugged uh, in for a We bit, can eventually, but... you know, and I still have it, and we can eventually go through, and I can play Sacred Stones in there or and, um, you know, other ones that are in there that, uh, like Shadow Dragon or the base Fire Emblem. Uh, so when we get around to those, I can get access to them for the game club. Uh, but I was, you know, well, looking through, I was, you know, like I mentioned, Path of Radiance is not accessible unless you either have a Wii or a GameCube, as well as the disc for it. Um, Radiant Dawn has never been re-released. It's only available for the Wii, I believe. Um, so those are harder to get hold of. Uh, there's a bunch of the Japanese-only games out there uh, that still haven't been translated and ported. Uh, so this is kind of speculation adjacent, but I was wondering what games would you like to see re-released um, and would you prefer an Echo-style remake where they actually update a bunch of things uh, while keeping the core gameplay? Uh, also probably adding something like Milo's Turn Wheel. Um, or would you like to see the Wii U-style port like they did for, uh, you know, f uh, the Blazing Blade or Base Fire Emblem in Sacred Stones? And would you like to see a straight uh, port or to one of the newer consoles? Um, personally, I, I mean, we're going to be playing Echoes in a bit, but from what I remember of Echoes, and, and if we look at a lot of the games that we haven't really played... Uh, I would prefer to to see some of the Japanese games that we we should know about, like some of the Marth and Roy titles. I would like, to, I mean, I know we got some of the Marth ones, but the Roy title, I would like to see that one get a a Echoes remake. I really like the Echoes uh, setup. They they brought that game into the year 2017, and and I thought it was really well done. 
Um, I always prefer the remastering over the re-release. Or the remake, I guess it will. Yeah, remake. Yep. Well, I've, it depend, depends on how you label words. It's gets complicated when you talk about re-releasing games. Um, yeah, I prefer the remake, Echo-style remakes over the uh, re-releases or remasters where they don't actually change anything. Um, you know, like updating systems or even... Because uh, they seem to do this a lot in Echoes and Shadow Dragon, I think, or at least the new Mystery of the Emblem that got released in Japan but never got released here. Um, they did add a couple characters to it. Uh, you know, like Echoes, Faye was not originally in it, nor was Berkut originally in Gaiden, the original game. Mm-hmm. So they do add some characters and manage to work them in. Um yeah, I would like to see a Echo style remake. Um, I think I would go with Binding Blade as well, first, which is the Roy game. I mm-hmm. uh, would, would at some point like to see Mystery of the Emblem come over here, even if it is just a uh, simple port of the 3DS version or the DS version uh, that they did of Shadow Dragon. Oh, they did a sequel, eh? That didn't come out here. Yeah, um, Shadow Dragon was poorly received because after. Uh, the Blazing Blade, uh, Fire Emblem as we know it, it was kind of a, it was more of a straight port of the original game, and some of the things that were in Blazing Blade uh, were not there, and so the, you know, a lot of people felt it did not go over as well. I think part of it was story-wise and the lack of support or minimal support conversations, if any. Uh, you know, it people felt i think i heard remember reading that people felt it didn't feel as connected with the characters or the characters weren't as well developed type situation yeah uh but they did release new mystery of the emblem which is a remake of the uh second or third marth game mystery of the emblem over in japan right Um, they didn't bring that here yeah uh i would personally uh like to see path of radiance get if not a full-on Echoes remake, a re-release on some older console so I can actually access it and play mm-hmm. through it. Well, I remember yeah. for the longest time there were there were rumors that we would get GameCube Virtual Console on the on the Switch, but I, I honestly don't see Nintendo doing Virtual Console the way they've done it in the past. Uh, yeah, so... um, from what I've heard, they are not bringing back the Virtual Console branding. Mm-hmm. It does not mean they will not bring back games from old systems. Uh, part of me hopes that they'll, you know, update them and or add new features to them. But, you know, so. Yeah, no, I I, I want to see the old catalog of Fire Emblem get treated the way other other types of games in Nintendo's catalog get treated, you know, it's just, it's, it's really unfortunate. Fire Emblem is a big thing for them right now. And they, and they, and they don't seem to look past the 3DS titles outside of the original Fire Emblem they brought to, to the States. So I, I would even personally like to see a revisit of, of characters, make a brand new game, but make it a sequel to a game that we, we really love, like go back to Fire Emblem and create a sequel before, before the Roy game. You know, like give us something in between there. I'm sure there's more that can be explored with those characters, but or even just give us a remake of the Roy game, 
with the Echo's treatment where you, you are, you know, canonizing uh, Lynn and, and into those games and, and you're you're giving Hector, a, I don't know, Ellywood and Ninian, whatever, all your ship things, you can do that. So I have a slightly odd question or hmm. something that branched off of what you were saying there. Um, we're hoping strongly hoping that we'll get actual word of Fire Emblem Switch here in the um, during E3 yeah. uh, since we still haven't heard anything about it and if we don't hear anything by E3 I'm going to really start to worry about it coming out this year um, so are you saying you would like Fire Emblem Switch to be that? Possibly a continuation of the uh, Lin uh, Roy st- storyline or maybe even a continuation of some other storyline. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a remastering or a continuation, but um, well, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a remaster. I think no. um, there might be a ability to unlock a remaster of the old game if it is a continuation of something. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be a completely new game. Yeah, I, I don't know how well but Echoes was received. A, yeah. I thought it got received pretty well, but I don't know for sure either. I mean, fans, I think, were happy about it, but I don't know if, like, it critically or or uh, did well sales-wise. I'm not sure. Um, but I I do expect Fire Emblem Switch to be something of a new variety, but it it might be in their best interest to look at doing a proper sequel to a game or, or, or doing something brand new. I mean, they... They have a lot of options, and Intelligent Systems usually just does a new game with new characters. They're happy to do that, and they usually they usually do a good job of creating all new characters, you know, outside of the you know the Third Rajat and all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, yep. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we will know more soon about Nintendo's future Fire Emblem plans as their E3 presentation is on June 12th. So mark that on your calendars and check that out. Eddie, any final words before we uh, head into the outro? I am here to protect you. Good. We all feel much safer knowing that. Uh, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Make sure to get your votes in for Summoner's Focus and all that fun stuff. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at Eddie at Dralfear. And don't forget to follow the show at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.